T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the freshest edition of the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. DA with you. As always, you can find the PGP by going on to iTunes and searching Permission Granted Podcast, and you'll see our lovely mugs right there, and you can subscribe for free or just download the episode that you want. Also, it's available on the normal DA Show iTunes feed. It's also available on our website, daoncbs.com. It has been brought to our attention, Mirage, that we are probably a few months past due on changing that picture that the PGP has on iTunes. Because it's me and you, you are wearing the Stanley Cluck Championship Trophy for the Chicken Challenge, number one. And then the the Stanley Cluck Trophy was taken out of this building by Shayna for the Gotham City Cheerleaders after the second Chicken Challenge, Chicken Challenge 2. So we don't have that in our possession anymore. But in that picture is both James Ward and Joe DeLuisio, Jolt and Joe, who were part of this show during the nighttime. But when we moved to the daytime, Jolt and Joe had left already a couple of weeks earlier ahead of the curve, going back to his alma mater, Iona College, to become their head of communications. And then James Ward stayed in the evenings with the writer than you show. So a half, a fully half, 50% of the people in that picture are no longer regular parts of the PGP. Yeah, which is exactly why I have tried my best to keep James Ward uh, in the rotation. Just because he's in the picture. You have to, just because he's in the picture. Here is a problem with that picture. Mm. And I, I mentioned this when we were first moving time slots, and obviously we had more pressing issues with the web stream starting or whatever that sure. this was going to happen, and now I'm glad it's been brought to the attention. However... The man who took that picture, who had the professional camera, it was a personal camera, has since quit this place. Quit. So we do not have that access to that professional camera anymore. Ooh. And he took all those pictures. Was so, he on the digital side? No, he was actually a promotions person. Oh. So he uh, he was volunteering all these pictures and everything. We do not have access to that, and he would send us all the files. And then I believe the web team would build the graphic off of the nice professional picture. And we had like 100 pictures to choose from, if you remember. So now we're going to have to go back to, you know, as if you were shooting Nomad and break out the iPhone and do a picture that way. So the graphic can be made and a new picture can be taken, but it will not be as clean as the logo we have now. There's got to be somebody in this building that has a good camera. Probably digital has a good camera. You think? Yeah, but digital's not in this building. Or are they coming to this building now? No, now they are in this building. Okay. So that, well, maybe that helps then if they're in this building. Because all this move that's going on here, I can't keep track of who's where in this city. Yeah, no, they're in the building now. So they will they should be able to help us. Okay, out. if that's the case, that's fine. But then who is going to be now the new foursome? Well, I think maybe you just go with a threesome. Just me, you, and the body. Me, 
Me, you, and the body, or you, I, and the body. The body issue? The bot. Why didn't he think of that for his own podcast, the body issue? Does he have his own podcast? No. Oh. I don't know if Pete has enough interesting things to say to have his own <laughs> podcast, but yeah, maybe just us three. I, I don't know. Do you want James Ward pecking away in the shadows in the background of a picture? I don't, I don't know how you want to do it. Well, that. here's the thing. Ward is going to be part of the show on Fridays because he's still going to be doing our college football picks, Ward's winners. Right, and he still could speak to behind-the-scenes stuff since he's the producer of Sunday Morning Football. Yeah. So maybe Ward's included, and we still go with a foursome. Can we do like what they did in Seinfeld when George Costanza took the picture to the guy, and he had to basically make a cartoon? Can we make a cartoon version of Bilotti over where Joe D was standing in the picture, and then away we go? So you're going to vote no bogus in this? Well, I wish Andrew Bogus participated in the PGP, but he just has so much going on and gets out of here half an hour after the show that it's basically impossible for him to ever tape. Mm. So Andrew Bogus, if we were taking a show picture, would absolutely be in it, but for permission granted podcast picture, what is he? We've been here four months, five months. I haven't seen him once on this side of the podcast. He's never done the PGP, has he? No. And he mentioned some of the newsroom. I'm never asked. Well, when can you do it? You sticking around afterwards? You're running the Shake Shack. Well, ask him. Okay. You want me to ask Andrew yes, Bogus? Yes. Yes. If he wants to be part of it, we should ask him. Okay. Well, it's fine if he wants to be a part of it, but you got to make yourself available to be a part of it. Well, you can't say he's not making himself available if you don't ask him. Okay. All right, Dad. I'm sorry. I will, I will ask. May, you know what? May, maybe he's available pre-show. Maybe. Maybe that's the play. And Bogus would be a very good addition. Okay. I think uh, he's very funny. I I like Andrew Bogus. I think he's witty. He's funny. I think he's missed on Trash Tuesdays when he's out. He's vacationing right now in the Jersey Shore. We should, uh-huh. We'll talk to him when he gets back. Okay. Maybe next week's the play to get Bogus involved and see if he's worthy with you on vacation. Good. Yes, I'll be on vacation. So, what are you guys going to do for next two, next week's PGP? I have no idea. I think I'll ask Andrew Bogus okay. to be a part of it. All right, that's good. So we'll uh, we'll just keep the tide running because unlike when I was on vacation and you guys failed to put out a PGP, I plan on still holding my end and putting out a PGP with you on vacation. Well, this brings us to our next point, and it has been a summer of tumult here at CBS Sports Radio. It's been a roiling pot of of Trash? I don't want to say dysfunction. It's just discomfort. Everybody's uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. It kind of feels like the Rams moving from St. Louis to Los Angeles. A little bit. So the behind the scenes here is that last winter around the first of the of the year, around January 1, 2017, there was a sale announced where CBS Sports Radio was being sold to Entercom Radio. Ironically, Entercom I worked for in Kansas City uh, for five years when I worked out there. Now, CBS Sports Radio basically has spun itself off in business terms from the CBS Sports conglomeration. CBS Sports still exists. You're going to see nothing going to change when you're watching Nance and... Romo. Well, okay, so everything changed. (laughs) (laughs) It's Nance and Romo calling the best games of the AFC and then, you know, trickle-down effect. and they've. But that had nothing to do with a sale. That had something to do with just, I guess, getting Romo when he was available and then moving Sims into the studio. But anyway, that lo- is going to look the same. CBS Sports Network on the TV side, the cable side is going to look the same. CBSSports.com might go undergo a little bit of a, a rebrand. I'm not sure. There was some talk that maybe there was a rebrand coming up late summer. That hasn't happened yet. But largely, CBSSports.com will look the same. And what you will hear on CBS Sports Radio, we assume, will sound the same. Right. It's just that 
CBS Sports Radio as a division of CBS. So we used to be under the same corporate umbrella as like two broke girls. <laughs> right. And they're like, okay, you know what? Radio needs to be its own entity. And we're going to sell the radio part of this company. And there was some talk that maybe we would be, we would, I guess, own ourselves or, or just run ourselves. Function as our own company. Yeah. But then Entercom wanted to to snap us up and to snap up the affiliates and the infrastructure and all of that. So I assume CBS Sports Radio will sound exactly the same. They haven't told us anything is going to change from our standpoint. No, no. You just hope they don't come knock on the door and tell us that day, hey, you're out of here. Yeah, but that, no, because they, they bought the network. They bought it to keep it. Yeah. Exactly. So there might be other local changes, but from a national I think we're level, fine. I, I think it's actually not going to, you will have no idea. But with the spinoff of CBS Sports Radio, not only no longer under the CBS corporate umbrella, but now having its own kind of like silo of organization, now we're going to have some intercom restructuring, corporate restructuring. So that has to do with at the top. So there's executives and decision makers and suits and I think general sales managers and maybe salespeople or whatnot. Through this all anyway has created a, uh, a year-long what happens now, right? And so there's been little tinkerings here and there. And now the last part of this tinkering, because the sale – I guess it's gone through, but it hasn't been official or something weird with that. Well, they've got to figure out like what cities need to sell certain affiliates because there's legalities involved with it. One radio company can't own X number of local affiliates in a market. So those that have a lot of intercom stations that gobble up CBS and Cumulus stations, I guess, need to sell off. So there, there's some stuff that happens to happen. We assume it's going to happen by the end of the calendar year. It might happen, I guess, in spring of 2018. Anyway. To get to this point, there has been some discomfort around just in terms of like resizing things and who has the new roles and who's part of Entercom and who's part of CBS and who's part of corporate and who's part of CBSSports.com. So there's been this whole thing. Anyway, long story longer, it is now mid-August and they are moving a bunch of corporate people into this building that I assume is with this restructuring which pushes the salespeople out of the old sales pit. Right. Corporate execs go into the sales pit. The sales pit takes the newsroom pit, the CBS Sports newsroom pit, which was our newsroom, with cubicles and editing software, and this is where we're creating the actual content. Right. And now we're pushed into a newfangled pseudo-newsroom, which is attached to the WFAN in New York newsroom, Right, which used to be just a waiting area. Right, it was the waiting area. So now that's our new newsroom. And let me tell you, frankly, I don't get too bent out of shape over corporate restructuring. <laughs> I don't get too bent. I really don't. I I guess it's because I've I've worked at so many radio stations, moved so much in my life. I mean, Fort Myers, Kansas City, Miami, Boston, New York. There's five different cities I've lived in on top of college. That's six. And in each one of those, I probably moved apartments multiple times. So I've probably moved apartments, I mean, 10 or 12 times in my life. Eh, probably 12 to 15, including college. Jeez, make me look like somebody who stayed at home their whole life. You definitely did. <laughs> and at with within the work structure, I'm used to roles changing because, I mean, think of us just here at CBS Sports Radio. We started as overnights. Mm -hmm. We moved to evenings. And now we're in middays. I mean... In five years, we've moved three time slots. Right. 
So I'm just used to this type of thing, and I don't really, I mean, to me, there's just such bigger fish to fry. To me, it's just about doing the show every day, 9 to noon now, and making sure that that's the best show. But you tell people to move out of their cubicles. <laughs> you tell people they got to get rid of some stuff that they've been storing in their cubicles. You tell people that they don't know where they're going to put their stuff until the next settled cubicle situation. And I mean, is it not amazing the angst in that newsroom right now? It feels like the movie The Purge. People are just, they're going nuts, they're going they're crazy. They're going nuts, and they're at each other's throats. People are sni- sniping at each other. A lot of sniping. Uh, you know, you don't need that, I need this. A lot this. of under-your-breath commentary. Right, and blaming of people that are currently here that have nothing to do with it, that are just trying to direct us. Right. Which I think is totally unfair. I mean, don't. I'm a big fan of don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. So stop shooting the messenger. Because you've been the messenger that's been shot. Right, exactly. So I, it's just people are, are a wreck. Out of that, I've ended up with a new pair of Jordans, which is good. Yeah, BT gave you a new pair of Jordans. Yeah, BT gave me a pair of Jordans, which I don't know where he was keeping these. They kind of smelled a little, but I'll spray them with some Febreze. They're very nice, though. Yeah, they are. Nice. See, that's the thing. He had Jordans hidden, and we played a whole game on Tuesday <laughs> show of, of keep it or dump it. And a lot of it really honestly should have been dumped. How come we didn't have the Jordans or any of the nice gear? Or or anything like that. The Tiki and Tierney shows all the nice gear. We had just crap. Yeah, we had just total garbage. An avalanche of eclectic trash is right. the way I would describe it. Felt good though to cleanse. I think it also felt good to go back through all of the old relics that we had from years past and shows past and stories past. Yeah, you know, it's just the old remember when game. BT also had a cool Asics like running jacket from the 2015 New York City Marathon. He's like, here, DA, see if it fits you. And it was a 2X. He's like, it runs small. Now I'm not even close to an X, let right. alone a 2X. And it was so cool. If it would have fit me, I totally would have kept it. But it's 2X, so the sleeves are super long on me. So I say, give it to Mraz. You know, maybe it's going to fit you because you're a little, you can fill it out a little bit more. Maybe it tucks back or pulls back on the sleeves. BT was like, no, I can't let Mraz wear that. Because it's representing a marathon. And I don't <laughs> yeah. have the figure of somebody who's ever ran one before. <laughs> Because you were rotund, he wasn't going to let you even keep it, even if it did fit. Right. He said, I can't let you wear that. It's it's embarrassing. He felt, I don't think it was embarrassing to me. I think he felt it was embarrassing to the New York City Marathon. I think he did, yeah. It was about the marathon being embarrassed. And I think through it all, that's where he felt bad and gave me the Jordans after that. So I'll take it. I'll take the shoes over the embarrassing That's a jacket. trade-up, though. Oh, for sure. You know how expensive these shoes are? So I've been at basically the same cubicle since we started. Um, which is January 2013. So mm-hmm. we're going on four and a half years. I just pulled out like seven different promotional T-shirts that have never been worn. It's true. How did we accumulate so many? And they're all different. One was an Ohio State Buckeyes. One was WDUZ, our affiliate in Green Bay. I know that was from Pac Van Joel. One was a Toronto Raptors T-shirt, DeMar DeRozan. One was the Big Three T-shirt. One was the Detroit Titans t-shirt. Andy Gresh's shirt. Andy Gresh's shirt. I mean, it just, it was like I had my own wardrobe in there of shirts I had never worn before. Which is ironic because you would think you would accumulate those when you're on camera and people want to hand you shirts to kind of represent. So it's best to cleanse them now because there's a chance with this web stream picking up steam that we're only going to accumulate more t-shirts coming our way. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just amazing. I guess people just send shirts and hand shirts out and away we go. We really missed the boat. We talked about this four years ago of having DA show shirts. Yeah, we missed it. But, I mean, when you say we missed the boat, who's going to make them? There's got to be somebody out there. It's got to be a T-shirt Oh, yeah, I see. You think that we could have capitalized on somebody when we were on the overnight? Yes. Oh, for sure we could have. I think there's a lot to be made there. Hashtag the thick tater. 
Mm-hmm. The mothership. You know, there's so many of the slogans we have, the drops. We could open up our whole t-shirt store. Like, I would totally wear a t-shirt that said, Little Wet, Little Drippy. Yes. With, like, you know, the the, the representative DA show, 9 a.m. to noon, CBS Sports Radio. And those should be, that's where we should be handed out. We're at the Super Bowl and the Final Four handing these out. Mm-hmm. People representing, and that's how, because we're going to look back now and go, wow, we had a fan shirt from 107.5. It's in our head. People have a DA show shirt. It's in their head. That's true. That's a good point. People are so uncomfortable around here because of this move. And you watch. Next week, when everybody has their own little cubicle that's reset, it's going to be totally fine. Yeah, you would think. However, we do have four less cubicles than we are currently operating with. So I think the main problem that people are going to have, and not me specifically, people like kind of having their own. There are certain people that are going to go unnamed here that like having their own cubicle. And they're going to have to come to grips with the fact that. Communal now. It's communal. Like You're not necessarily going to get the same seat you had. Like, you had that DA show cubicle. That's out the window now. You're going to show up, and whatever the computer is that's available, you're going to have to sit at. Yeah. There's not going to be any reshuffling the whole newsroom because you have to use a specific computer. And there are certain guys out in that newsroom telling you right now that aren't going to handle that well. There's a lot of germaphobes out there, a lot of stuff like that where they don't they feel comfortable with their own stuff. They want to keep wiping down everything, but that's the way it's got to be. Well, maybe it'll settle. Maybe it'll resettle. You think where everybody just knows this is where I am every yeah. day at a certain time? Except for the four fewer cubes. That's that's where it, become, it becomes the hat game or a pair of mu- uh, musical chairs. I was going to say the hat game at Yankee Stadium. Ball goes under the hat and you know, circle, circle, circle. What does it end up? We could all end up everywhere else different days. Human beings are such um, creatures of habit. And when you upset the habit, it just we don't know what to do. People just go crazy. Just don't know what to do. People go absolutely crazy. It's sad, really. It's really sad. <laughs> We're sad as human beings. We are sad. Uh, speaking of being sad, I have to go do a CBS Sports Minute. We're, All right, did we li- fill our allotted time for Side A? Yeah, we did. I believe so. So this is really live talking on the podcast. Now, you can hear that I have other stuff to do other than tape the podcast. Yeah. But we don't edit this out because this is what really makes this what it is. We'll keep you posted on oh, Side Yeah. Before you continue, time out. That's the other problem with this situation now. We are taping this in a different studio than we've been taping the PGP because now you currently need that that other studio we've been using is almost like a, another version of a cubicle for some of our update anchors to use Dedicated to do updates. for the update. For the update. So we are now down to one less studio around here. Mm. So the studio now we are currently in is the Boomer and Carton studio, which is free around the time we tape. If other people are taping stuff, some of these PGPs can be tight. You know what I mean? Well, will that stay the default update uh, studio? I don't know. Herein lies this. They have said they're building a different booth for the updates, that that's coming. However, I'm in big time. I'll believe it when I see a yeah, territory because right. you have a free studio in there. You all of a sudden you built these cubicles. You're gonna move all these salespeople. Something tells me the funds are gonna run out with just the time to build that booth. <laughs> so this is something to keep your eye on here with studio time because people are gonna get real snippy about that too. I love it. I love seeing everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> I do. We all are uncomfortable. It's really fun. It's like you know, it, it's it's like when you uh, shine your car lights underneath like a garbage can and then you see the rat scurry. It's like, I like seeing people uncomfortable, seeing how they're going to deal with it. We are the rat scurrying right Yeah, now. we are. All right, that's Side A. Side B is right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome to Side B of the PGP, the permission-granted podcast. Mraz here with you. 
the producer of the DA show and host here of Side B, joined by Pete the Body Bilotti, who's making a good marathon run here at PGPs in a row. Peter, how you doing? I'm tremendous today. You're you're blaring with a headache, number one. Oh, bad headache. Really What's going on headache. with you? Falling I apart? I don't know. I haven't been feeling well the last couple of days. Let's hope it uh, gets better before it gets worse. <laughs> um, no, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just out of it, but who knows? <laughs> Real enthusiastic, I, I, Pete. If, there. Hey, if I if I if I knew what was wrong with me, I wouldn't be here. I'd be making money. Do you, we see a? Jeez. <laughs> so we also have a cranky Pete. Do we see a sick day coming on your horizon? I don't know. I I don't like. I'm doing, out Friday. I don't like doing those. I don't like doing those. Why so. do you why see that? I never understood. And that is a common theme in radio when everybody goes. I don't like taking sick days. Sick days are given to you. If you're sick and you don't feel good, you can get other people sick. Right. So take the freaking day off. I and what do you? Who do you owe it to anybody to come in if you got sick days? Yeah, no, that's true. I'm not, but I'm. Uh, if I usually, if I can gut it out, I try to gut it out. Of course. And, but but why it, kill yourself? Is my yeah, point. That is very true. Right. You have a fair point, and uh, you had many fair points this week. <laughs> well, we'll get into some of those fair points. First of all, astrology. We went into this big eclipse that's happening next Monday on the show, on Wednesday's show, and it seemed to be a big theme throughout, as I don't even think we talked sports, but we talked some sports, I hope, right? I, a little bit. We got we a little, little bit. <laughs> sprinkle I, in there? I, I, th- I think eating Cheetos is, could be considered a sport because competitive eating is a sport. Okay, so that, okay, so that counts. Well, as far as the eclipse stuff goes, we really didn't dive into this with you. Are you into science at all in this stuff? Sometimes. But this, like... All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna naturally see the sun because I'm I live on the boardwalk. Okay, so um, you know we'll see how it's. But you're not excited, dark. right? No. So in case you missed Wednesday's show, uh, the DA show on CBS Sports Radio, which is podcasted also here on Play It, we discussed, and this wasn't even pre-planned. When we do a pre-show meetings and we go through what topics we want to go through and what segments, DA off the cuff just happened to bring up that he was excited for this eclipse that I've been hearing about as well. And I guess it's the first total eclipse that the entire country will be able to see where the moon completely blocks the sun since 1918, which, unless you were around when the Titanic crashed, this is a once-in-a-lifetime right. event. Now, DA, by nature, is a, is a nerd. He loves his Star Wars. He's built that way. He's quirky like that. That's and I think that's kind of what helps make the show in a certain element. I am not a nerd. Now, I'm not trying to act like Joe Jock or Joe Cool Guy. Science and math or anything that's considered or deemed, and I'm putting in quotation marks, educational, doesn't really interest me. Where it maybe interested me when I was a kid, this eclipse, I could care less. Well, I think, I think I'm think i getting a little tired of people, and I think, I think, there's, I think people are really, really make some, take the bloom off the rose off of a lot of things. And I think they've done that to this already. Because, so hold on, hold on. You hate people. You just uttered that. How are people making well, you no, hate the eclipse? Certain people. I hate the people that that take an event and make it so grandiose when it's really not, and it takes the luster away from it. Like you see hmm. the, the eclipse. I was uh, all right, fine. The eclipse, uh, that's fine. It might be a little dark for a couple minutes. I don't know, but you know, all right, fine. <laughs> it, it's on the boardwalk. But all the people that drum it up and make it so ginormous. Well, like, we had a listener tweet the A that they were selling merchandise. Oh, in a certain geez, come on, merchandise. Get a life. Get a what life. Do, you do with that. Get a life, please. I mean, it's a bad free T-shirt giveaway at a Triple A game. Go, what do you need that merchandise go for? Go to the supermarket. Do something else. You spend know, money on spend, something else. Take a walk. 
And when yeah. are you wearing that shirt, by the way? After the eclipse right. is over for the six minutes. Not wear it to work. No, are you wearing that in two weeks at the gym? Are you wearing that to a Friday night at Chili's? I mean, what do we wear? Are you wearing that shirt? No, I'm I'm a big fan of the off the beat shirt. Like like I'll wear a wrestling shirt. Right. Maybe uh, you know out out to like the store. You know, like just just occasionally well, I'll, I'll wear. Pete, maybe those are common things. Right. Right. Common things, but. If you're going to say, hey, all right, I'm going to get a shirt just to wear it out to, like, the supermarket or, like, just to But you love it. going to wear shirts to the supermarket, Pete, huh? I don't know. <laughs> supermarket is the, uh, the store of the day today. Because <laughs> I have to go there afterwards. But anyway, uh, you know, that's fine. Like, but they just take it and make it like, it's like the Star Wars people. Like, I'm not. I'm I not just a, mentioned he is a Star Wars person. I, I, tread lightly. That, that's fine. I love, I, I don't necessarily love Star Wars, but I don't mind it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but the people that go and watch it and they're into it, that's fine. But the people that go and dress up and, and wear these capes and these costumes and these lightsabers and everything. I'll, I'll give you another example. Wrestling fans. I am a wrestling fan, a big one. Okay. But I don't need to go to a wrestling match and see a guy wearing 17 belts. <laughs> and, and people they, are doing that? And they events? make these world title belts that are like 300 bucks. They're expensive. Now... Someone like me would go and buy if they bought one of them. They put it on a shelf. They they put it in a frame. They get someone to sign it. You know these guys go and they buy a lot of these belts and they wear them to the events. And I never got it. I under, now it's not like wearing a football or a hockey jersey right. to a game. It's a little right. different. Well, it's like it's like you know the belt. Those belts are like hey, you see the um, the owners of WWE giving a belt to a champion, the Cubs. Right. You know that's the new thing, and that's that's cool. But you know what? Yeah, they just did to Aaron Judge for the home run derby. Right, right. right. But you don't need uh, some guy that that's a big time wrestling mark going out there wearing seventeen belts. So Come essentially, on. the the guy who wears the multiple wrestling belts is the same guy who's buying the I survived the lunar eclipse or solar eclipse or I mean, and there's so many eclipses too of whatever right. 2017. Yeah. So I read on the air, by the way, Pete. That there is an annular eclipse, which I guess is some kind of partial blocking, and I could be wrong on the definition of this because right. if I was wrong on the definition of something, it wouldn't shock anybody. But some kind of partial blocking where the moon passes their sun, and even if it's for 30 seconds or a minute, like this happens, and we're aware it's going to happen, and one happen in February. So this is going to be a total one where I don't, I just, that doesn't get my juices full. Oh, so, I, and I'm telling you, I've seen eclipses. We've we've been aware of them. And when I was in school in science, they, I remember they pubbed them up. And I knew they were like once a year and that and that thing came out. So I get that this one's a little different. And I get people are into science. Like not everybody's into sports and, and every, everybody has their interest. But for me personally, man, I couldn't find any less interest. And if I happen to be outside, like if I was sitting by the pool and like this happened to be like eclipse time, like, oh, look at that. All right, that's kind of cool. But like, DA was saying the time we're going to see it in New York. Like, I'm, if I'm on a train, like, I'm not going out of way. How could you schedule your day around a damn eclipse? And, and eclipse, spe- eclipse, what do you call it? <laughs> well, same thing. An eclipse. Especially when you're, you can't really look at it. Right. You can't look directly in. Like, all right, I, I if there's something with, with, with the sky and something in, in space that I like is, I like to look at the stars. Mm-hmm. You know, like at night when, when it's really like On the hood of your Dodge, clear, looking out. When it's crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crystal clear, and you're just standing like I'll, I'll be standing on my my deck or, or wherever, and you look up and it's just empty, right? And you just see all those stars, and that's cool. I like oh, there may be a shooting star here or there, mm-hmm. but like you can't even look at it. So basically, what well, you that's the weird thing, Pete, right. right? Like so, they say not to look at it, but everybody's going to look at it. But then it hurts your eyes to look at it, right? Now, now, so now someone 
Uh, this is a good story. You have to buy funky glasses? Uh, uh, they were selling them in Long Beach. In Long Beach, uh, where I live, Long Beach, New York, on the boardwalk, there's a couple stands like to sell food and whatnot. And this shyster was out there trying to sell the glasses. Yeah, and I'm sure they're like real, like yeah, approved They look glasses. like the 3D glasses you would get in like the uh, Fruity Pebbles box. Like for, <laughs> That's probably hey, what they are. Hey, go, go watch uh, Bedrock City in 3D, you know? Right. Like, those are the types of glasses, and they were selling them. And I'm like, come on. There's no way that protects your eyes. That it doesn't protect your eyes. So do you eye. look up is the question. No, I just think you, when it happens, you'll see that it's darker, and you're bracing. That's it. But you, you're going to take a little peek, don't you? I, I think you have to. If, if, if you're out, if you're outside and you see it gets darker, you know the eclipse is going on, don't you got to take a little peek? Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be excited, but you're saying not to look at it. You got to peek. Uh, maybe quick, and that's it. But... Uh, yeah, if you're could outside, you, wait, well, could you close your eyes and point your phone up and snap a picture and then look at the picture? I'm sure people are probably doing that. I'm sure people but, probably. But is it okay to look at the picture or is it the actual sun? Oh no, you could look at the picture. You, but what about it? Makes you not want to look or can't look. I I don't know. I see. You know, because whatever that, exists is going to exist in the picture. That's actually an excellent point. Oh, you just said you could look at the picture. Now you're telling me it's an excellent point. So no, which no, is it? I'm thinking about it now. Can you look at the picture? Can you look at the picture? Because or will that hurt your eyes? Because you're still staring at it, but it's just in picture form. Right. Well, you're snapping it. You're snapping one image of it. You're not. You're not looking staring at it. Staring at it for in succession. Pete, I'm probably. I would assume I'm going to take a step back from being a moron for a second. You could probably look at the picture and stare at the picture longer. I would think, but you never know. Mm. And now I've weaved myself into a problem where me and you are both looking like idiots potentially, <laughs> or the smartest people in the world, but probably idiots. It's a thought. I, you know, it's. It, it's not a bad thought, I don't think. Boy, anybody listening to this podcast right now is going, I just became an idiot. So real quick before we let you go, <laughs> uh, I am mere now two hours away from the time of taping this podcast from joining DA in a special media session mm. at the Spotted Cheetah, Cheeto's pop-up restaurant. Now, the Spotted Cheetah, before you get into it, it sounds like a, a strip club. Uh, Did I, you say that to me pre-show or was that no, DA? I just, uh, okay, so I was <laughs> DA walked in before Wednesday's show in the morning. Uh, when we prepped the show before we even said anything about eclipses or anything, and he saw me after I'd already sent the topic list for the day to go through whatever he said, what are you looking at? I go, I'm looking at the menu for the Spotted Cheetah, what we later read on the on the air. He goes, the Spotted Cheetah, what's that? I go, yeah, we're going to the Cheeto restaurant today. He goes, they're going to the Spotted Cheetah? It sounds like a strip club, and now you're saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, shouldn't it be like cartoony, uh, like a cartoony name? Because Cheetos, you have Chester Cheeto, right? Isn't I think it? he's Chester the Cheetah. The Cheetah. Oh, it's Chester the Cheetah. I thought it was Chester the Cheeto. No, Pete, he's a Cheetah. He's not a freaking no, but I Cheeto. He's like the, brand. <laughs> the brand is Cheetos. Right. But have you ever seen a Cheetos commercial? It's a cartoon Cheetah. That's true. He wouldn't be Chester the Cheeto. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just like Geico as a gecko as its sponsor, not a Geico. Chester the Cheeto, Pete. Watch a little TV, will you? Well, I'm not, I'm not a Cheetos guy. But I do. But the menu you, you did give on the air. There are some things I would ha- try. All right, what would you try? The macaroni and cheese. See, I, I I'm a little confused by that because I don't I think, know if the see, noodles. I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it is just clever wording. I think you you're going to get macaroni and cheese with that. Okay. And then and then uh, the grilled cheese sandwich. I think it's the grilled be, cheese looks awesome. It's gonna. That's the other one. Those two. Those are the two things I would have. Da was skeptical about the Cheetos meatballs. I think that's a little much. Okay, well, I will promise you this, Pete. Uh, you can go and follow my Instagram at CBS. You can follow DA on Instagram at the DA Show. 
You could go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the DA show, Twitter, DA on CBS for DA, me at Mraz CBS. We will have pictures and thoughts of this visit probably already by the time you are listening to this podcast, or if you're one of the early bird listeners to this podcast, you might be listening to this as we're at the Cheeto store right now. Ooh, we're spooky. How about that? <laughs> so check that out. We'll have all thoughts. This is a very unique opportunity. We'll try to take as many pictures and video, and I know DA is going to have a nomad to kind of take you inside something unique, something that not a lot of people get to experience, and we're going to get a chance to experience it, even if it's gross. So check that out. And Pete, you can follow you at CBSPDB. And have a good, cheesy Chester the Cheeto weekend, everybody. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 